everybody. Welcome to episode 23 of Journeys Adrift. So we had a lot of fun this past session. You know, we stream on Twitch every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Time. But we had some fun last session because everybody kind of surprised us by wearing some of their Waffles Maple Syrup merch uh, and showed it off, which is a grand old time. But I also wanted to kind of take that opportunity, which reminded me because so many people were like, what? You have merch? You have Waffles Maple Syrup shirts? We didn't know this. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, We have shirts and bags and lots of fun stuff with our logo. We also have a little waffle butt oo-woo emoji. Listen, don't I? I designed it. It's there. You can look at it, judge on your own time. (laughs) But I think it's funny and I love it. So if that sounds like something that you want to look at and maybe wear on your body or show off or give to a friend, it's kind of awesome and it'll get our show out there and people can see our little waffle. Uh, So (laughs) go check it out at society6.com slash waffles maple syrup. All right, friends, with that, enjoy. Last week on Journeys Adrift. Dr. Lin got some good news. Very well. I will wrap that up. He will, uh, at, at the very least, have a Starfinder license to practice. <laughs> Len oh. doesn't have emotions, but like somehow you can see he brightens up like <laughs> the world. <laughs> it's like it gets all rosy. Oh. He gets the anime eyes. Like <laughs> There's a little shimmer. <laughs> the meeting's precautionary measures caught the crew off guard. As the third wave crosses you, I need everyone to make a will safe. Oh, fuck. Oh, Truth lasers. And the crew finally joined the Starfinder Society. We will give you lodgings, backpack, the badge, and whatever else each of you want, as is any of our employees, up to 1,000 credits. Now, let's see how the crew enjoys some time off. Wah, wah. What's up? What's up? Hey, what's We're up? here. How are we doing? <laughs> I have some quick things to go over that we're changing about the game. We are quitting. St- we're oh, not no. playing Starfinder <laughs> anymore. You guys are stuck on wherever you are. All the spaceships have blown up all at the same time. Feels bad. Is the station that we're on like technically a spaceship? So that also it can't okay. move. It's a station. <laughs> we're gonna change and or modify three different rules. I will start with the, what I call, optional kind of massive damage rule. So the massive damage rule in Starfinder is if you ever take, if you ever go down to zero and then take more damage to go to your max HP, you die immediately. We're going to add in that if you ever take half of your max HP in one hit, that you will take an injury to your body. It's an opt-in thing. There's going to be a table people roll on if they take a big hit uh, kind of thing. Um, It could be anywhere from a minor to a major injury. Most of them are minor. Percent chances it's going to be a minor, like a a scar, and that's it. Second rule, CMD checks are impossibly hard in Starfinder. We found out in our first major combat. Asterisk, if you're not built for it, which the majority of us aren't. (laughs) Most people don't build a character going, all I want to do is grapple. So what we're going to do is I'm going to, so CMD checks are KAC plus eight normally so like to break a grapple it's kc plus eight all that good stuff it's impossible which is really hard yeah it's starfinder monsters are ridiculous yeah when it comes to kc <laughs> yep 
Uh, so we're going to add that you can take a full round action to do whatever CMD check you want to. And it is KC plus four. It gives like an extra 15% chance to succeed. Instead of having to roll a natural 20, you can roll like natural 15 or above and probably get it. It's very generous of Waffles because he's giving us a chance. (laughs) This is in honor of of Moat. Yeah, this is in honor of Moat and the tentacle monster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that was an unpleasant (laughs) experience. It was just one long hug that waved you around a lot. What's the third rule, Waffles? The third rule is we're going to import the disabled rule from Pathfinder, and we're going to call it Last Stand. So upon dropping to zero... And it doesn't have to be exactly zero since you can't go negative here. Uh, you're allowed to spend one resolve point right then and there to instead take your last stand. Uh, all this does is allow you to say conscious is zero hit points. And if you happen to not take more damage and still fall to dying, you get to take one move or one standard action. No full round actions. And when you take that action, you still fall unconscious. I think that's awesome because it really... Yeah. One of the best things about Starfinder is like resolve points and how they're very story flavored, which is literally like your resolve to like stay alive. So the fact that I could like spend a resolve point knowing that you're going to get unconscious and then have to spend another one to stabilize anyways. So basically you're like committing to spending two whole resolve points to take that last stand and do that one last ditch effort to like get away or, or something. So I think that's sick. I'm ready. I like all these rules. Heck yeah. As a quick recap, we just got back to Absalom Station. The crew basically gave up an artificial Starfinders. intelligence to join the Starfinder Society. And now they're now they're cool people, kinda. Some of them are in major debt. That's fine. <laughs> Let's start with the crew that is on the ship that decided not to sleep in the penthouse and get free food. What losers? Is that uh, Moat Oracle and Tetsu? What are y'all doing? What's your plans? What's the downtime plan? Well, Moat's plan is generally to, at very first, uh, they want to take a look at the CR4 robot parts that they picked up from the uh, Guardians that were inside the lab on Arcanon. See if they can take plenty of time to take 20 and make sure there's nothing useful out of that. If there is, depending on what it is, Moat might sell it, but then Moat will also try to sell the rest of the scraps in the bot scrap location on the station. Other than that, Moat wants to take the thousand credits and go purchase some industrial coveralls, get a little bit extra AC and some just overall better clothes. It's it's time for an upgrade. Moat's been wearing these for years. So in that respect, Moat will also be trying to sell <laughs> their coveralls to anybody that might be able to wear this size. Pretty sure it's a child size, essentially, but you know, I mean, I'm sure someone could use it. Do you want to protect yeah. your kid? <laughs> In hazardous Look, industrial I mean, situations. Honestly, this thing works real well. I have been on the moon with these. They are worth way more than asking price for normal ones. Like, come on, moon dust. They're also covered in spores from the thing that bit you. Yeah, we cleaned yeah, them off. because you were infected. Kid, you want some adaptation serum? <laughs> All right, Tetsu, what are you doing? Similarly to uh, Moat, Tetsu is taking apart the robot that he brought on board <laughs> for much less practical and helpful reasons. Uh, he has basically turned the, the scrap parts into somewhat mechanical, like basic like bots that are attached to toys and things for the foxes underneath his bed. 
and like play oh, tunnels oh, and God. stuff like that. He can't see them, but he enjoys the sound of them scampering around under the bed plane. So he's giving them fun things you, to play did with. Did you try to put little bells, like give them collars with little bells so you always know where they are, even if you can't see them? Because that'd be smart. Tetsu does that. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a Tetsu idea at all. He put in the group chat, <laughs> would, sent would... pictures of like what he was doing, and oh, okay, wait, that two points. One, Zeha definitely when she's going shopping would like go see the pet store and see these little things, and it would like shoot a picture to Tetsu. Mm-hmm. So that's don't worry about that. But then two, have you tried taking a picture of them without you looking? That's a good question. They get so scared. Car- they run so away. So Carrick had a thought and. Tetsu, I wasn't sure how would come to this thought, but first he does attempt to take a picture of the foxes when he's not looking uh, and see if that works. Okay. It doesn't. Okay. Oh. <sighs> Carrick's thought was, wonder if that uh, that plant is actually still in place. And it just every time we're looking at it, it's just not there. <laughs> oh. But... We didn't even try that. But as Rip. <laughs> but as Tetsu gets this idea from Zeha and finds out he can't see the foxes, he's like, "Well, moving on." So what we're gonna start with? Oh, uh, that was that was his first little thing. But really, that's all you're ever gonna do. <laughs> so really, what he's doing for the rest of his stuff <laughs> is uh, he is basically heading out to do a bit of shopping himself and take a surgery day to get some upgrades implanted in you know normal things that take a surgery you guys do right (laughs) he's got some ports that need upgrades excuse me work i just need a surgery day thanks (laughs) (laughs) i need an upgrade day (laughs) so i had i have some opinions on this i will uh i will judge you in character later but my thought is look look (laughs) just listen you're in Absalom Station it's not like you have a personal doctor here or anything like that you're like going around shopping being like yo can you uh can you do surgery can you basically like cut off (laughs) no (laughs) what 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 am what am I (laughs) chop the jelly you're you're like not I have spent your downtime Dr. Lynn it's fine (laughs) look like there's veterinarians and there's like health doctors and like dentists versus like other practitioners i'm assuming there's a specialization in body upgrades which dr len is not you, you don't know that he's barely a doctor <laughs> it's true I, it could be i was about to say he's, he's definitely never been asked <laughs> he just got his <laughs> that's license fair, that's fair he also i don't even know if he has gotten his license back <laughs> they said i was going to get one yeah. yeah i mean they're gonna issue him one well, but does he have it yet they said they were routing papers up and they were going to issue him one okay that means I am. It's potato, potato, semantic. Point being, right, like, Zeha grew up on the Adari, and she had her family doctor, whoever that people go to for this thing, and she just looks aghast as Tetsu just goes off being like, I'm gonna go find some random doctor to, like, modify my body. Just think about that. Think about if you went to, like, New York City and found a doctor, to be like, fair, that is essentially what <laughs> Tetsu is doing. That's normal, yeah. and he is comfortable with that. Like, he doesn't see anything yeah. weird or wrong about it he's used to that he's yep. just going to a rip thought i mean Kinda. he's basically a beverly hills yep. housewife right yeah like he's basically just going to get his face <laughs> can lifted. i go for some botox please yeah exactly that's basically <laughs> my, what he's my doing. horn's not feeling strong anymore can you do something with that <laughs> and then the the last thing he is doing is heading to uh the defensive arms the diamond nope. defense and surplus <laughs> yep and uh, going to see if they have some work that is 
acceptable to Tetsu's temperament, and he's going to try to get, like, Moat or somebody else to go with him. And the Sekrek, I think. I figured we'd go there, yes. But okay. Both places, really. All right, well, let's start out with Moat. You take 20 on the robot. What is your, what is 20 plus your engineering skill? 30. Okay. You can either have 60 credits or one universal build point, which for people that don't know, universal build points are kind of a alternative currency that is used as numerical currency for favors. It's kind of how you upgrade. You're able to upgrade your ship turn in a bunch of favors get these people to work on your ship like you're still paying money you just you don't pay for ships with credits because they would be millions of credits and then a level two party would sell a ship and then yeah you get it but like 60 credits though like i'm i'm in debt come on man (laughs) uh no i'm taking that universal build point absolutely (laughs) yeah okay that's awesome that's what you get out of it is like you find some some pieces to what could upgrade your ship, like some pieces you're missing down in the engine room, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, this would be perfect for this. And this this could go here. And you save them, stash them, and you're good. I just want to clarify something. You, you said your ship. So thank you. I'll take the deed. Moat, get the deed. Sign it. <laughs> Checkmate. Your future ship. Your next yeah. ship. Yeah. yeah. It's not what you're You have applying. one universal build point for your a ship. ship. A ship. A, for a when you potential have a ship. future, I, your ship. I, my fault for assuming you wouldn't spend it on someone else's ship. You you have one universal build point to spend anywhere you would like. There you go, Tetsu. <laughs> I think that Mo made a friend with like some some like mechanic by the station. You know what I mean? Like handed him, traded him some of these uh, materials and like for a connect. Yeah. <laughs> I love to think that he like dug through this like chest cavity of the robot like a trash panda and pulled out like some circuit <laughs> board. Like it was like a great oh, prize. It was like, uh-huh. yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, like Tetsu walks by with like the same part, but it's got like fluffy toys spinning on it <laughs> as he heads to his room. <laughs> okay. Uh, that leads us to where Moat and Tetsu are about to leave. So let's pop over to Zeha, Dr. Lin, and Aizen. Is there anything you guys are doing prior to, like, actually leaving the room? And then we'll start bouncing around. Prior to leaving the room, Zeha will, like, just shoot a a message and connect with um, her friend Poe that she was previously um, hanging out with on Absalom Station. Just to see if he's around and if he wants to meet up later or something like that. But that's about it. Okay. You get a message back. That he is currently out, but he will be back in about a day. Okay, perfect. All right. Aizen or the other person, Dr. Lin. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody forgets about the doctor. (laughs) Do we have a doctor on board? Yes. All right. (laughs) Guys, I think I'm going (laughs) to skip town, you know, head to a different space station. It was nice meeting you. I'm sure that'll work out great for somebody on the run. Oh. Like, Aizen will let you leave at this point. Good luck with that. Dr. Lin, I wiped your existence from this video record. You own it. <laughs> I am in so oh, much We debt. never cleared that up. I because we took I forgot. We took the thing on on board with us, the um the whole computer from that lab. Because I had failed the check to erase the data, but in the trip back, I would have continued to try to erase that data. I'm assuming eventually succeeding. Okay. Uh easy enough that happens. If you try to do anything else with it, let me know. But like that's easy. Like you could have just took twenty and made it, so. Mm-hmm. Did we did we um say, give it over to the Starfighter Society in the discussions of? Nope, they didn't ask for it. All right, 
I would make note and remind everyone that morning of like, we probably should just give that to them just for safekeeping. Yeah, Moat copied all, right. all the data off of it too. Um, we did tell them about the, um, what their faces are. Yeah. Dr. Lin's yeah. nemesis. <laughs> Dr. Lin or Eisen? Yeah, Tellers and Rim. Eisen made both tea and coffee, taking advantage of how swanky the room is for everyone uh, in the morning. I'm sorry, I did not specify the food intake that I did. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he, he very sandwich. specifically made everyone like tea and coffee in a very specific way uh, in the morning, considering they had, had it at their Ooh, disposal. Ominous. Is it... Do you do it in, like, a, a Shimansara specialty kind of way? Yeah, like, I, I think so. Like, he would have just gone through the process of, like, here is the morning ritual that, like, I have the process of doing it, so I'm going to do it because I it's so rare to have everything I need. Um, Zeha would be, like, asking you questions about that, He wouldn't answer like, any of them. Would... He would just, con- like, you would be, like, asking him questions, and he'd just <laughs> so go through neat. the process. So she she would, like, join you kind of, like... You know, I'm assuming there's like a little like living room area where you're making it on like the coffee yeah. table. So she's she's sitting on the couch, joins you in early in the morning and just watches what you're doing and like mentally notes like, I guess this is a Shimansara like culture. I'm going to look this up later. Yeah. <laughs> the most he said, like, he'll let you watch without a problem. Like he won't shun you or shoo you out of the room. And he'll specifically say when he's done here, try this. It's good. And then he'll just move on to the next one. She will, and I think she's going to like it, and she's going to start making it that way from now mm-hmm. on. Like, he, he makes it up for everyone. <laughs> it's just, he has the resources to do it in this room, so he's going to go through the process. Len <laughs> looks blankly at you as much as possible, and then just, uh, <laughs> I, n- no, 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 I'm, I'm good, thank you. Aizen <laughs> can't tell that you're looking at him blankly, so. You haven't put on your glasses for the morning? <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> Dr. Lin, do you, do you not, um, do Cypherzoans not imbibe? We, we imbibe, we imbibe things, we're creatures, but uh, how, how am I supposed to drink a cup of coffee? Dude, I don't have a mouth. I mean, you can drink tea if you'd like. Cypherzoans use caffeine pills, it, it's fine. Oh. <laughs> it makes note that I have clearly <laughs> offended the doctor. <laughs> Eisen just actively shrugs and is like, I could put it in a thermos if you like. I don't really care. I'm, I'm made of rocks. I don't... <laughs> I, could, I could pour it on... on like, <laughs> shrinks away. <laughs> no, I, I really am fine. Through that process specifically, he, he plans on spending a little time with Dr. Len, like, getting him up to speed, making sure that he has all the contact information he needs, and kind of explaining a few things to him in private. And then, otherwise, he plans to go to the Swordlight Cathedral to see if he can find some work, you know, means of training, sure. getting some extra coin, that stuff. Uh, wait, Eisen, what do you say to Len when you talk to him? I, I thought we would go through all, like, list all the things. If if we want to do it now, I'm happy to do it now. That, that's up to y'all. If y'all are having the if y'all are having the conversation prior to leaving the room, I want to get everyone like ready to leave the rooms, basically. Sure. I, if you want to do it now, I'm happy to. Yeah, Len. He'll say that he got some information from the Starfinder Society, but it, none of it was about like health information. Really. All right. In that case, yeah, he'll go through the process of like, what do you want to know? And he'll, I, I don't know how far we want to abstract this, but basically he'll talk about. Do, do you, why do you need a doctor? Okay. Oh, all right. So like seeing that and seeing that they clearly didn't, like they, they were a little bit obtuse in how they described certain things. He'll go through and be like, all right. You, the serum is a perfect example. You know how it mutates things? Yes. My, yep. I, I know how it mutates things. I have something similar, but due to 
a anomaly on my planet. Uh, contact with elemental forces has caused my... <sighs> and I, I'm doing this when you're not around, Zeha. I would specifically have... <laughs> nope, nope. Sipping my no, tea listening no, to this entire the conversation. <laughs> Eisen would have specifically been like, this is a private thing, waited for you to either been like, I'm going to go get changed after breakfast or whatever. Slipping out of my it, breakfast outfit. I, yes, this is this is my early early morning outfit. I have to change to my late morning outfit. Like I imagine, like you have a bathrobe on, or like like this. It's a swanky place, so like yes, like a nice little yeah. like yeah, yeah 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 for sure like kimono style. I I'm debating whether I would try to like listen in or not. I just don't know how I would do that. <laughs> but continue. And you're annoyed you when know. Moat is uh, not even doing the same thing. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm the espionage agent, not you. <laughs> I, I'm i not very medically minded, so I can't – I was hoping they'd be able to provide you with some of the more specifics. But from what I understand, my structure, both in my crystal and my energy matrix, has been rapidly changing over time due to the contact, similar to the serum. That's why I was so nervous when I possibly got bit. I didn't know what kind of interaction might have been in place. But given your expertise and my cultural background, which we can get to... They, they told me something about that. that they, that's all they told me, that you were something of an important fellow. Not by choice, more by fate. And if anyone heard about who I am or my body on the black market would be... Rather a high price, if you understand. Well, I can relate in a way, but no one would be selling my body. They'd just be shooting me and leaving me in a dumpster, so... Culturally, my people have... The, the way we reproduce is not by physical means. We literally take parts of each other and merge them together uh, to create new life. And that has created a kind of gray market for pieces of crystal with special quality, if you will. People of importance or good lineage become very valuable on our markets for offspring. And so if someone were to, say, sell bits of myself or kill me and then mine me, there could be a whole generation that could lead to instability at home. So there's this like adaptation thing is a problem? Culturally, it's linked to royalty, and there are many groups that want to use me as a puppet for their own needs, and I'd rather not do that, considering I'm not very suited for the job. There are, much, there are people much better for it than I, and I'd rather not die after the fact, because I'd probably be only on the throne for, god, a month before an assassin came by? Well, sounds like you have a lovely home world. It's beautiful. The politics are messy. Hmm. Yeah. Welcome to society. Mm -hmm. But like, so wait, this leads me back to like my original question, though. Where do I come in? I am actively mutating in ways I don't know how, and I'd like to make sure I can either master it before assassins come to kill me, and I can use it for whatever purpose, or learn about it. I can't stop it. It's in my structure at this point, but I don't know what's going to happen three weeks from now, let alone two months. Oh, you want me to study it? Okay. Huh. Make sure I don't faint on a mission and no one knows what's going on? I, I was a little nervous. Um, sure, could I... I don't know, do you have, like, some blood-akin substance, or would it be better to study a chunk of you, or what? Most likely, it's in my crystalline structure, from what I understand. 
that's why I wanted you to get in contact with Resk. He's a researcher who is specifically his specific expertise is in unique energy sources. I figured that both of you combined would be able to figure out something. Oh, I really should call that Rex person, okay. Zeha from the other side of the door. Who's Rex? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Just kidding>. well. <laughs> okay, well, I, I... So can I have, like, a chunk of you or something? Because I'm going to be going to the lab anyways to study what we found of the adaptation serum. And once I'm done that with all fun. that, I can get to work on what you've asked. Speaking of what you're researching, I was curious. Could I borrow a chunk of one of those branches that I grabbed? Trading chunks. Trading chunks over here. <laughs> not, not yet, because I, I don't know what its properties are. But assuming it is stable, then sure. Uh, f- fair. I was just curious. They seemed my structure and its structure seemed somewhat similar. Yeah, I'm sure it will be no problem. But you saw what the algae did, so. Fair enough. Um, I wouldn't rather get eaten by a plant in the middle of the night or something. Anyway, he'll just, like, from, like, his elbow or something. We we drop crystal bits all the time. I'll just break off a piece. And then picks it up. And that's not enough to, like, procreate, <laughs> no, right? Like, like there's you a whole fool. process you have to go through to actively, like, procreate. There's, like, a whole thing. Len, Len will take the baby eyes in and, uh, I guess head <laughs> off to the lab. Oh, look, a little baby eyes in. <laughs> Tetsu, Tetsu walks around. I will take care of it. <laughs> He just picks up every chunk once he learns what it is, and is like, they're all children that must be taken just care of. And just pieces of Aizen kids. Um. You go into Tetsu's room, and there's this, like, you know, rock collection of, of just Aizen bits, but he he names them. It's like, this is baby Ben. This is- they all have googly eyes because he doesn't understand how they work. <laughs> so it's like... Yes, yes. <laughs> Excellent. I have been building them. Anyways. All right, I got you guys in a kind of faux... Turn order here. I'm just gonna so we can cycle through people. People can be ready. We gonna start with Zeha. If at any time, like during your time, you want to meet up with people, this is gonna go over the course of about four days, kind of thing. Uh, so anything that you would want to get done within like four days, let me know. That includes if you have anything to check back in the Starfinder Society with, like Doctor Duro or a medical license, that kind of stuff. Um. Okay. So if I'm starting, I will get dressed, say I'll, I'll see y'all around or whatever to to Aizen and Dr. Lin, and make my way out. First thing I'm going to do is probably go to some of the locations that I had performed in, kind of like like dive, you know, bars that have like a stage that they have uh, entertainment for the night or whatever, and see if I can't book uh, one or two nights while we're here. Just do it ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah, easy enough. I will say I'm gonna I'm gonna use the Starfinder downtime rules basically. Uh, so to earn a wage, earn an income, you get to roll your profession. So whatever your profession is, and or you can offer to use other things. Like if maybe there's a reason you would use a computer check, but you get to roll it, and you would take you get double that in credits. I'm I'm venturing on the side of double plus because you guys are pretty good at what you do and that that's like how i'm playing it in my world because i don't plan to give y'all they balance it like that for months of downtime and i don't you're not gonna be off for six months you know so yeah thanks Space do Daddy. you want me to roll <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to roll the entertainer background or well not background whatever profession 
profession. Thank you. I was like, what's that word? Or unless you have something else you want to argue for. No, it would be it would be culture, like my usual argument. But I, I in this case, I think it does make sense for entertainer. If, as I said, if you're going to bars and doing like a dive bar, dive bar performance, yes. If you were like, I'm going to go talk to other diplomats and like teach up and coming diplomats or something, then sure, you can roll culture. But all right, I'm just gonna book two nights. Um, however, if I succeed in booking them, I'm not uh, performing them yet, so I can roll it now if you'd like. But um. If I succeed, if I have like a favorite one or whatever, or a good night, I will actually message uh, everybody and invite them to one of my performances for the night. Okay. Whether that's like tomorrow night or whatever, be like, if you guys are available, I'm performing uh, here. Here's the location. <laughs> for sure. We'll remember that. Uh, that We'll oh, basically say that's kind of kind of y'all's last night here kind of thing. Like, everybody's probably going to come... You know, the plan's to, like, come out, get drinks. You guys all know you're meeting back at the Starfinder Society the next day, so... Okay. Do you want me to roll... Wait wait for the roll, then? Yeah. We'll wait just to see how you did in front of them kind of thing. Okay, so so I would have made those stops as just a get me on the, the roster. I'm back in town. Happy to per, to perform. Yep. And the gauge of it is, we'll say you stopped at three places. Two of them knew, like, of you. Like, knew the name. Like, knew, like, you were... Maybe not perspective, Madeline, but like they they knew you were from the Adari. Like they they like they've heard your name around a little, at least in terms of and as long at least in in terms of like uh, bar performances and kind of, and like that kind of stuff. I, I imagine like if you say like, oh yes, I've performed on Broadway. Like oh yes, I'm of the Ramsem Ten is a, a way to to boost your self. Basically, yeah. There's like one dive bar you go to. They're like, what? I don't know you. Get out of here. But the like the other two are like, oh yeah, <laughs> offended. Uh, but okay, so then, given that that um, Poe isn't around, I will probably go on and make my way to. I'm gonna go shopping first, probably. Okay. And then if I have more money afterwards, we'll see. <laughs> um, but it's kind of it's kind of funny because when I go shopping, I get a lot of just like little things and i i have a bunch of bags and i probably stop by midday to our uh, suite and like dump everything on the table <laughs> and if anybody's around i'm like all right so i got a lot of things and if dr lynn dr lynn would you be around like midday ish or something like that at some point probably not because he's going to be spending every single day in the lab on that grind <laughs> okay well one of the things i buy is a chemicalizer Zeha right now, after everything that they've been through, is a little bit like trauma <laughs> at the radiation sickness that she went through. From her perspective, she left the Adari on her tempering for a couple months and she stayed on Absalom Station, didn't do all that much, you know, and then it was time to like really get shit going and get off her ass and she joins this thing and in the matter of like less than one week she goes through radiation poisoning like attacks from all these things this heart like like this intense week has taken its toll on her so she goes full kind of like panic mode um she gets like a bunch of med patches a bunch of radiation patches she gets serums of healing she gets some rat out uh maybe not i don't might not have enough for rat out serum but like i look to see like what's available and then like on an off beat like 
impulse buy. I get a chemalizer as well uh, as as like a Dr. Len could use this and just kind of go all out there. Um, come home probably like Zeh is probably like organizedest at first, and like when she's in her own space, just it goes everywhere. So she like dumps it out on her bed, and then she like probably takes a handful and puts them on the the, the table in front of everybody. It's it's all over the place around like the the kitchen counter. So. Y'all can find some and take some, but we can hand those out later when I figure out exactly how many of what I got. But so she's basically getting some for for other people to have as well. For sure. Wait, what what do healing patches do? Like, I can't find those. Med patches. Therapy. Pretty sure they're one-time use, if I remember correctly, and feel free to anyone that's looking it up to correct me, but they're one-time use, and they give you a plus 10 circumstance bonus to diseases and basically anything that you could use a medicine check for but they're one-time use and they cost like 50 credits oh so it doesn't restore health oh that's so level one no that's what the serum of healings are that i bought (laughs) (laughs) okay sorry i was just wondering you know just in case because like you know where we were in that one fight when literally everybody was dying and i you know saved everyone's ass like no one you tried and you just kept missing Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think I did a pretty good job saving everyone from dying, but whatever, whatever. It's not, it's not, that's not the point. Yeah, let's give 1d8 hit points. Yeah, that's okay. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. And then in the evening, she goes and buys herself some clothes because it's been a while and she is tired of her existing outfit. And what she is going to do is she is going to buy a magic item called reconfigurable clothing, which she's wanted for a while. You could take out a loan for it. Nope, I can afford all of this. <laughs> uh, no, the med patches are like 50 credits and it's not too bad. But anyways, basically what the reconfigurable clothing is, is really sick. Um, so she goes and she gets like a nice party dress outfit. She does some traveling, like trek clothes. Um, she buys probably two like party outfits, one fancier, one more like ballroom-esque, one more whatever, and then like some office like proper clothes, just, you know, an outfit for different occasions. I probably can't go too crazy because I don't have that much money, but, you know, maybe two two to three to four outfits. And it's this like, it's magic intertwined with like nan- nanobot type technology that she can switch it out with like a twirl or a click of her heels and her outfit changes uh so she's definitely gonna use that it's that wand from animal crossing (laughs) (laughs) yes you you hold different outfits in the wand exactly uh so yeah she goes she goes shopping and that's it for today if you want me to hold off on what she'll do the following day yeah we'll do like one each if people only have one that's fine but we'll do like one each so we will pop over to tetsu Easy. Tetsu's first goal is to, well, he's going to go shopping for some basic stuff that's easy enough he figures to get. Uh, He'll go to, would the uh, diamond defense and surplus have, like, smoke grenades and batteries for weapons and stuff? Yeah. Actually, he'll do that first. He'll he, the first day uh, he'll kind of go there to pick up just the basic supplies he was planning on buying. Does he know anybody there? You know, and basically anyone that has any kind of contact in the underworld knows of Lana, quote, Diamond Nocorisso. Lana Diamond Nocorisco? Nocorisso. It is a female Yasoki, kind of white, gotcha. brown, white hairish, almost like calico in color, like how they mix, but it's just brown and white. Then he will kind of go up to her and uh, give a little respectful nod when he can get a moment to her and say, hello, Miss Lana. I was hoping that we could 
discuss uh, if you need help getting work done, needing uh, to earn some credits with some downtime. I may have people who can help. <laughs> You're hoping what? Speak up. Uh, I'm, I'm on break between jobs. Do you have work? <laughs> no work. This is place to buy. Uh, do you? What work? For anything that you need to purchase that he, he looks around like distinctly uncomfortable. <laughs> <clears throat> Sometimes friends of mine would sell stuff to you. Do you need to buy any of that stuff? What friends? Uh, I don't know you. his people. Uh, Kaz. Uh, Kaz. Kazcon? You know? Yes. Do you know of him? I have worked with his people before. She like looks down her tiny little glasses, like looks down her nose at you. She's like, okay. If you say you know Kazcon, I won't ask. If you find any kind of explosives, you bring them here. I pay double what most pay. Uh, basically, she's saying like what you could sell any kind of explosives back is for ten percent. She'd pay twenty. He kind of nods a bit and says, "Very, very good. Thank you. Uh, I will buy these for now." And he kind of lays down a small pack of smoke grenades and a battery. Let me ask you: uh, Are you? Do you have any of your Starfinder stuff on? No. He probably wouldn't be. Well, he probably is carrying the bag, but like he wouldn't wear okay. the badge around because that just seems weird. Sure. You say you're like uh, buying this stuff and she's she's like getting ready to check you out. It seems like a normal transaction up front because like it's still a storefront. And so like after she's yelled all this at you, she's like looking around. She's like, OK, no one's coming in. All right. Also, this is a normal store. And you see her like look back around you a little bit. She goes, you Starfinder, you like them? I just started with them. They seem good. I've heard great things. You like Kaz? I I don't like Kaz, no. You, she, you see her like peer her eyes for a second. I've worked I need someone with Starfinder. Him. You want you want to report to me? What does that entail? I'm not going yes, to no. take explosive. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and you see her, she just like sells this stuff to you. Uh, normal transaction, she still makes you pay full price. Uh, and she basically like ushers you out of her shop. Wait, what? what am I working for? Okay. Bring back explosives. Anytime you're here, stop by. Tetsu, like, turns to <laughs> oh, walk what away. what did you get yourself wow. into? Like, you're like going to so prison. confused as to what Starfinder had to do with that. And he's just like, did I do bad? No. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but he, he seems happy. She doesn't like Kaz. <laughs> That's the best thing for your character. Like, you can't even get into trouble. All you said was like, yes, and it could have been, I, don't, I didn't understand what she was saying. Here. I absolutely can get into trouble. It's not yeah, how that absolutely. works at all. That's true, but I love it. I think it's perfect. And then and then uh kind of to wrap up the day, he's got an afternoon appointment to get his lungs ripped out and replaced and some some jump jets plugged into key locations across his body in a non-invasive ba basically surgery, you know, normal stuff. Very invasive. <laughs> There's no way it's not invasive. In your time, you've been able to scope out two places. You know okay. of a goblin in the spike that will do it for pretty cheap. He'll do it for like 75%, but you get the sense it's not on the up and up. It's not a shop. It's just a person. It's a goblin. You found out his name. He goes by the name Manbender. <laughs> uh, and then you know of a, a Vesk in the free markets who has like a shop front who will do it for like the average shop price named Vrava. All right. Be <laughs> because it's Tetsu. Does he, ne like, can he ask around about <laughs> Manbender, the totally legit uh, augment doctor? And, like, because Tetsu's work, used to working, like, with people that are not on the up and up, and as long as they're not 
tea bags, he generally likes them. And he is yeah, not against check. cheap stuff. So culture? That's yeah. unfortunate. What was the other guy's name? Uh Vrava. It was a the Vesk. Gotcha. Did you say Brava with a B? Vrava. V R A V A. Okay. And uh fifteen. Pretty good for Tetsu. Okay. Uh you you get to asking around a little bit like where this spike, which is the lower echelon of Absalom Station, beats everything else. You ask around a little bit. You not a whole lot of people know about quote unquote manbender. Uh you get the sense it's because they don't pertain to uh an actual like tribe and or gang, whatever you want to call it, in the spike. They're kind of on their own, which you register as okay, that's probably good if they're not stuck yeah. to like a tribe name or code. And You've heard you got like four or five accounts of people who have got work from Manbender and three were good and two were bad. Seems seems the way to go. Tetsu, I, I like those odds. <laughs> Tetsu figures this this Manbender is kind of like him on his own, doesn't really have people to watch out for him. You know, he's going to go there as long as it doesn't get any weird vibes. He's he's like, we'll look out for each other. We'll give each other some work. Maybe this will be good. He's trying to make okay. friends because his current friends are mean to him. For sure. Say how shot him. You go, <laughs> you go there. You're basically led to like where Manbender is supposed to meet you. And you see this quite young, and I don't mean like a kid, but like 20 year old goblin come up and uh, looks up at you. And you're in the, you're in like the entry way of the spike, basically. And so he just kind of like walks up to you, looks at you, pats you on the arm. He's like, are you the you the lung? You want lung? Lung, lung, and you did bring the jets, yes. I mean, I'm not doing it here. I didn't bring anything. But we go back to my house. Oh yes, please. Um, okay, where is me. your house? And he starts following. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, it's it's here. Uh, you brought you brought the credits, and he says the yes. number of what seventy five percent would be. Yes, I I have them. Um, are you new to Absalom? No, I've been here since I was born. I was born here. I'm working my way out of the spike. Oh, me too. Well, not the spike, but I'm working my way out. I see. I mean, you got Starfinder. You yes. Steal it. <laughs> no, this is new new work. So I hope to Can get I have more it? upgrades. To, no. I They'll hope just to give you another one. No, they won't. Very expensive. Oh, okay. All right. They're terrible money lenders. <laughs> if this goes well and you... Do as well as my last doctors. I should have more work for you, and I will help you, and you can give me good work. Sure. Yeah. Uh, name's Crick. Your name is what? Crick. Crick. K R I. Your name was Manbender. Uh, that's what they call me because I work on a bunch of the the long people. Ah, Crick. I like that name. Uh, goblins Better. don't really do this, you know. They they don't. What do they do? Um, mostly hunt and eat rats. Get a bunch of mechanical parts. They like taking stuff apart, whether it's alive or dead. Tetsu's gonna make a very uncharacteristic insight or perception check. Like, uh, okay, I, about uh, to I get think taken there's apart? a sense motive in Starfinder. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Oh great. Say goodbye great. to your organs. This entire time, all I'm thinking is, who let Tetsu off alone? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm excited for. Nine. Oh, nice. You. Get the sense with your nine sense motive. You can tell he's shady. Like you, you know the sense of shady people. But 
everyone you've ever worked with besides maybe this group and probably some of this group have struck you as shady. He's a good shady. No, yeah, nothing else throws you off of the, on this guy. All right, I, I'm going to just send a group text, just all normal, and be like, hey, I'm down here. Should be a couple of hours if anybody wants to grab dinner after getting uh, upgrades to my lungs and some other enhancements. If you don't hear from me in a bit, please come find me. <laughs> please come collect my body parts. Yes. Zeha, seeing this text, buys like one extra <laughs> <laughs> healing serum. <laughs> all right. Okay. Everyone but but Tetsu gets a text from Aizen saying, aren't lungs important? Because Aizen doesn't have lungs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Len's like... phone is off. <laughs> aren't... He's researching. Don't, don't beings need these lungs? Oh, he's, uh, his phone's on silent. Mm -hmm. The one voice of reason that could be like, Tetsu, no! Alright, mm -hmm. do me a favor. You get laid down. He's like, alright, going in lungs. You know, gotta put you under. He's like, I'll let you see it. Here. He's like, I'm gonna put this in you. He like shows you a vial with some clear liquid in it. Have you seen the new lungs yet? That he's gonna put well, in. Well, didn't you. he just show me? Uh, he's showing you a vial right now. But if you had asked, like oh. he, he shows he shows you the jump jets. He shows you the the lungs. And they all look good quality. I mean, it's, you can make a medicine check if you want. I'm good at medicine. They all look seventy five percent off. Do they look like lungs? Thirteen, not that good. Yeah, I mean, they're not shriveled and they definitely look like they go in the lung spot of a body it's good you're dead kid they're not feet no rust on the jump jets no awesome and like everything looks like, like it's not high uppity starfinders are doing this for you but like it's not there's no rust on anything or anything it's like that my people man i'm good <laughs> perfect all right you get uh, put under let's see pick 20 percent uh -huh. you're looking to oh, not hit it twice on a 1d100 all of your organs. Great. God. Is it the same 20% or can he choose individual 20%? It's the same. I'll just do uh, 1 to 20. Okay. Uh, you also need uh, this. the first one's for the lungs. The second is for the jump jets. Uh, 95 on the first one. Okay. <laughs> it was real close. <laughs> 23. <laughs> okay. <Ooh. laughs> I saw the 20. I'm like, please don't be a zero. All right. Uh, yeah, you get everything put in you. You get kind of popped in the face. Eventually, you're not really sure how many hours have passed. And he's like, hey, it all went good. Yeah, let's go get a drink. <laughs> <coughs> yes. I. Mm, they feel good. All of a sudden, like he stops breathing. <laughs> and then he starts talking it works <laughs> i i enjoy these let us i will buy the first round thank you perfect let's go celebrate zeha pink gets pinged the location of like if they wanted to meet up for dinner of like where you're drinking and she's like no nope, <laughs> i'm not going there <laughs> yeah he he decides to send out a nice invite for some shady like dive diner bar type place yeah and uh He's also. I it and I'm like, mm -mm. <laughs> I was always imagining this. There is a bar, like a dive type bar, where the spike kind of meets the middle area, the the like normal people living area, and literally <laughs> the bar is like made over the equator, and it kind of changes. Like it's very low over here and very middle class over here. Nice. Oh, no, I like that. It's kind of cool. It's the meridian. So, guys, what's uh, what's Space Yelp called? <laughs> for, for ratings <laughs> i don't know but this place got a low one the space michelin <laughs> I, I vote that space yelp is called signal 
Ooh, that's not okay. bad. I like that. Yeah, signal boosting. Like Ooh, good. All right, yeah. I'm a signal boost this, and what, like, if you signal boost, it's like you're giving it, like, you're rating it, I guess. That's how they do it. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm down. All right. All right, let's do Aizen. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what He doesn't have much, like, shopping to do. Like, he goes and looks at a couple things, finds nothing that really, like, strikes his fancy that's within his price range. He has expensive taste. Uh, So he just ends up going to, like, the sword-like cathedral, looking for work and, like, seeing contacts and, like, just getting a sense of that. Okay. Uh, As you walk into the sword-like cathedral, you see blades... Basically everywhere. I uh, think as if like the throne from Game of Thrones was made into a building. Mm-hmm. Oh, but like sick. a sci-fi building. So like you have like a wall of blades, but it's like a hologram. And then you have like an actual like chair or counter of blades uh, that is like physical. Do they have like a holographic like um, little scene of like like blade slashing, like like in use I'm little getting there. TV? <laughs> as you look around... The feel of the place is that of a museum with architecture on display for the viewing. Yet there is also an underlying feel of this medieval worship mixed with holograms that show of Iomade's 11 miracle acts. And so you see like this one hologram of a scene of like this humanoid woman. Can't really tell what she is. It's kind of hard to make out because no one actually knows at this point. But of her slaying this very large beast. Move to the next one. It's her defeating a coven of witches. Move to the next one. It's her flying on a griffin, slaying some sort of very large humanoid that's riding a gargoyle. And it just keeps stepping up and stepping up of the 11 miracle acts of her. You see a total of about 12 people in here. uh, 10 of them being a mixture of Vesk and Kasatha. Eventually, you're approached by a Vesk in what looks to be battle robes flowing for the purpose of hiding a body you know they are like very specifically worn for battle like they're meant to hide your body when you're moving or swinging they raise your ac technically that makes like that way kind more of thing. sense than the first thought i had yeah i was gonna <laughs> say <laughs> these are used to hide bodies no no no, 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 no. like very, very flowy robes <laughs> instead of leather armor kind of thing it's like a like the dancing scarf in D. yeah yeah I, I'm obsessed with this place. I just want to yeah. say, like, thinking medieval times in in futuristic space, right? Like, it's amazing. And then at their hip of this vest, you see what looks to be a very normal looking katana. They look at you, blue green scales, and bow. Mm-hmm. I am Nagnek, disciple here. What brings you to the cathedral? Peace of mind, and I'm looking for some work if the church needs some. And it's very interesting because, like. Even though his scales are colors match, like I am like a similar color tone to his scales in terms of like blue green. Yeah, you seem kind of look around. It's like we unfortunately don't require any work, but if you do wish to worship or you have any questions, please feel free to address me. Would you happen to know a good place where I could test my battle experience? Some place I could. Earn some extra money on the side. You watch like a like a almost grimace cross their face, and they're like, "If you are speaking of fighting rings, uh, I imagine a lesser planet as of Akitan or the under of Eox, maybe the diaspora. Absalom doesn't really participate in such." Eisen takes that as like 
a little taken aback because culturally shimmering like like stage fighting and like combat is a very like artistic thing for them for sure so, like having like no place of like higher quality to, to like show yourself off is a little strange yeah and, ac- and actually you saying that uh give me a culture check real quick 13 not bad okay you don't know what it is but you get something off like like you said that's it is odd to not have like fighting rinks and be able to show yourself off and you get something a little off in how they're speaking of it like it's a bad thing maybe maybe to the fact that you may not be talking about the same thing Eisen will try to respectfully clarify like what he means through discussion okay you see them nod and kind of look you over one more time you get the sense they're like uh like gathering if you're just a thug looking for a fighting ring or if you're like an actual like gladiatorial battler and they eventually look at you and go not currently once a year once a rotation absalom does hold a festival it's currently three months out imagine that's all you'll find here though you will not find any other rinks not within their lawful no draw rules and such uh and you're getting the sense that they're 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 giving off the vibe that like absalom is very no you like you can't draw your weapons we don't like fighting don't don't raise your spirit like a mosh pit they would probably have high security kind of thing he'll nod at that and like mentally like write a note to make sure to like he can actually remember it thank you very much uh this is always a beautiful place and they go and they go into detail of telling you like uh they don't know of any festivals that are very much dedicated to this. Like they're pointing to Ioma Day. Like there, there aren't. At least they don't know of any festivals that are just Blade. Uh, they say that this festival is like blasters and magic and stuff like that. Like it's every warrior of every where they come from kind of thing. I think to that, Eisen will say like, as you well know, any swordsman with their salt can handle anything they're faced with. You see a wry grin across the across their face. Yes, I imagine you can if you actually handle that. Mm-hmm. Do you happen to know any good shops for weapons? Any place that I could do some additional crafting? I, I, I need some extra coin before I leave station, and I'm looking for any sort of work I can do. There aren't many that would accept what you have to offer here, I imagine. But if you check out the spike, it is a good place to start for anyone. And you get the sense, like... Without a check, you get the sense they are uh, slightly talking down to you, if not for what they know of them, what they know of themselves and other people that come in here to the fact that like a crafter is just a crafter until you're at a certain level. Uh, he nods and he'll he'll ask just for like a general tour because he doesn't know much about like the acceptable gods within the pact worlds. Like everyone worships the storm in his home world, right? Like the storm is personified. Oh, very important question. Is there a temple to the timekeepers can look for it well well we wouldn't we look wouldn't for it. but can can us yeah well yes. guess you can't i want to know <laughs> fine culture check yeah make a culture check i'm gonna do 13. it freaking do it <laughs> you've never heard of anyone called the timekeepers what a dumb name <laughs> yeah, i wouldn't even ask about that so stop telling me jesus 20 you've never heard of anyone called the timekeepers what a dumb name <gasps> so rude <laughs> Back to you, Aizen. Uh You're getting a tour. Ioma Day is the high presence here. Uh, it is. This is basically a temple to Ioma Day. There are no other 
deities within the temple. But if you do ask, you do get told of some. Uh, the mention of Saren Ray, Desna, Ferasma, Triune, Ergothoa, uh, and then Talavet and Ibra. Uh, Talavet is a community self-reliance tradition type deity. And Ibra is a uh, kind of celestial bodies, the cosmos, mysteries of the universe type deity. Uh, you, all of those are kind of mentioned as like some mains. Uh, there are other mains that are very quickly mentioned, but they don't know much about them. Eisen will listen very respectfully. I think he's like during the tour, like he's gotten, he's like looking at the various sword types and like at because this desk is very like specifically talking about swords. Once they're talking about the various gods and like what they're doing, he also asks questions about like different weapons, and he's just like filling the time. He particularly gravitates towards like one large sword that you could say almost was like a buster breaker of some sort, and he's just like like you you know the one. It, it's it sits at a slant. It's you know who knows where it came from. It's one of Iomide's special weapons. But other than that, you know, he's just filling the time before he goes to this, uh, to the spike, you said it's called? Yeah, the spike, to look for, like, kind a... Of the, lo the lower area of Absalom. Yeah, just to look for, like, a place that would rent him out space so that he can make some money. Okay. Uh, and as you're heading there, we'll pick that up as your quick second day, much like we're picking up everyone else's quick second day later. We're going to go ahead and take our break before we get to Dr. Lin and Mo. Heck yeah. Boo. Well, all right. <laughs> Don't boo me. You suck. Tetsu guys, his lungs collapse immediately. Get off the stage. Ooh. I accept death. Coward. 